Welcome to Sunday Morning at Faith Assembly, featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here's Pastor Goss. We're in a series that we've entitled God Likes, out of Hebrews chapter 11. It says, the faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. Earned a thing where God liked what was going on. The chapter ends with, verse 39 and 40, all these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. For God has something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. So this morning, we're going to look at another person who's mentioned in that chapter. It's Abraham. And here's the thing about Abraham that really, to me, stands out. He's called the father of faith, if you will. He willingly obeyed God. Obeying God's a hard thing because we struggle with it so many times. Let's look at his story in verse 8 of Hebrews 11. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents, and so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. And Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. Down to verse 17, it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promise, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though God told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. And Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God would bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. So let's go back into Genesis where these two stories are played out for us. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, the Lord had said to Abram, it's his name at the beginning, it's later changed to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land I'll show you. I want you to leave the place that you've put down roots. I want you to leave all the people that you know, all the people you're comfortable with, and I want you to go to a place that I'll show you. I'll make you into a great nation. No, no, I will. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you, curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instruction, and Lot went with him, and Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He just leaves it all. Why? Because God said, where are you going? I don't know. God will show me. Now, that's really trust, isn't it? That's really faith. Chapter 22, sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. His name has been changed. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son. Yes, (laughs) Isaac, whom you love so much. It's like he's rubbing it in, making it harder. And go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. And the next morning... Abraham got up early, saddled his donkey, took his servants with him, along with his son Isaac, and he chopped wood for a fire and a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. Would you do that? God says, I want you to go do this, and I want you to go to a place you don't know, and I'll take care of it. I want you to take care of your son. I want you to offer him, and I'll take care of it. Now, 
We struggle with that. We have a lot of problems with obedience, don't we? It starts from the time you're a little younger. You know, there's that problem that's there. Uh, God, what's going on? How do I do this? What do I do? So, why do we have these problems? First of all, I want specifics. I want specifics. God, why? God, give me more details. God, let me know what's going to happen. Okay, I'll leave, but tell me first, where are we going? What's going to happen? How long is this going to take? What, what do I need to do? How's this going to work out? We just want everything explained to us, don't we? But we don't live by explanations. We live by faith, correct? Secondly, I want, to, I want it to be speedy and smooth. I don't want there to be any bumps in the road. I want it fast and easy. I don't want to wait God, if I'm going to obey you, I want it all fixed right now. Don't make this hard. Make this easy for me. Give me the details. Tell me what's going on. And then if I do this, will you make everything better? Will you make my life simple? Will you just make it smooth for me? Or I want all the scary stuff gone. You know, uh, God, I'm afraid about what's going on here, and I don't want to do this. And God, you know, if, if you want me to do this, would you help me just not be afraid? Would you get rid of my fears? And uh, you and I get hung up on our feelings, don't we? And unfortunately, too many times, our feelings become the basis of our fears. And then our fears become the basis of our disobedience. And we have to understand, faith is not a feeling. Faith is an action. And so we think, if I obey God, it'll be easy, it'll be clear, and I got nothing to be afraid of. It's going to be as simple as can be, and nothing bad will ever happen. That's what we expect, isn't it? I don't know about you, but in my lifetime, that is not the way it has turned out. But that's what we want. I want there to be minimal sacrifice. Why do you have problems with obeying? You know, I don't want to pay a big price. God, I don't want to leave my family. God, I don't want to leave the job that I like. God, I don't want to go to a place that I'm uncomfortable with and trade it for a place that, uh, you know, I, I like it here. I like where I'm at. I like what I'm doing. And you want me to go and move? And God, uh, you know, I, I love my kids, and I, I don't want things to go bad for them, and I, I don't want it to cost too much. And God, don't make this be inconvenient for me. And when it gets to be inconvenient, and when it doesn't go as easy as we want it to go, too many times what we do is back away from doing what God wants us to do, don't we? Yeah. And then, I want security. If I do this, God, I want a guarantee. You know, there, there's a great myth of security you know, it's a belief and desire of most of us, you know, I want uh, to have everything be secure. But the problem is, we don't know what the next moment holds. And yet we try to legislate all we can so that nothing bad will happen to us. And, you know, recall all the high chairs you want, but I still catch my finger on those stupid springs. 
I want it so nothing's going to happen to me. I want this to be simple. I want it to be easy. I don't want it to cost a lot. After all, God, if I'm going to obey you, you're fortunate that I'm going to do that. And, you know, therefore, obedience to God should mean that if I do what God wants me to do, life gets easier and not harder. Life gets simpler and not more complicated. That's not the case. Obedience to God often creates issues that you had not expected, didn't invite, didn't want, but are a part of the process that God brings you to. And you look at everybody in Scripture who God uses, He asked them to do something, and every time they obeyed, life didn't get more easy for them. It's not easy to obey. And yet we say, I'll obey you if you'll give me what I want. I'll obey you if you make my life really easy, and I'll obey you if this works out for me. And if it's going to be difficult and hard, and I've got to pay too big of a price, I'm not sure I want to do what you want me to do, God. And let's be honest. All of us, at some point in our lives, have had times where we didn't do what God wanted us to do because we talked ourselves out of it because the price seemed too high, what he wanted seemed too difficult, and it just wasn't convenient. True? True. And see, I think the thing that we forget is the person that we're dealing with. We're dealing with God. And so we have to understand that when God asks me to do something, I tend to look at me and my circumstances and the things that I'm going through, and I tend to forget sometimes that I'm dealing with God. There's three things about God I want to give you right now that should cause you to come to a place where you understand that obedience is something you can do because of God and who He is. First of all, He's the God of character. He can't lie. God always keeps His Word. Remember I pointed out to you that in Genesis chapter 12, when God called Abram away from his land and stuff, God says, I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. I will do this. I will do this. Four times He says, I will. I will. He never asked Abraham, would you? He just said, Abraham, here's what I want you to do, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. The issue is not about what Abraham was being asked to do. The real issue is what God is promising to do. And sometimes we forget that. Our faith should be willing to obey because God has promised. Abraham didn't ask. In both of these scenarios, God, explain this to me again. God, come we never find him asking a question. God speaks. God says, I'm going to do this and do this. I want you to do this and I want you to do this. Abraham obeys. Abraham didn't need to know where he was going because he knew God would. Abraham didn't need to understand everything that was confusing about Isaac and what he was being asked to do. He just knew God would. 
And whatever God asks you to do anything, you and I need to be convinced that we serve a God who will keep His Word, and God will take care of me, and God will provide for me, and God will do everything He's promised. And you see, when you disobey, what you're saying is, God, I don't trust you. You're calling His character into question. God, if I do this, are you going to take care of me? God, if I do this, am I going to end up in a good place? God, God, God will never ask you to do anything but what He won't take you to the place He wants you to be. And so we serve a God of character. We can trust Him. We also serve a God who is competent. He is competent. In Jeremiah, it says, is there anything too hard for me? Is there, God, I don't see how this is going to work out. God says, of course you can't. You're limited. But is there anything too difficult for me to do? And there will be many times in your walk with God where God's going to ask you to do something, and He will tell you nothing else, and you just have to know that He will, and that He can. He can take care of you, right? Yes. And you see, if you disobey, I'm not sure God can handle this. I'm not sure God can take care of me in this. Abraham didn't get answers until he obeyed. And that's the way our life works with God. You don't get all the answers you want until you obey. And see, what we try to do with God, we turn the tables. God, if you'll do this, this, and this, then I'll do this. God says, hold it. You've got things backwards here. I will do this, this, and this. You go do that. Mm -hmm. God says, if you will, I will. And He doesn't want you just to trust Him. He wants you to believe that He is the answer. And we have to trust Him, not demand that He meet our criteria for what we want. And many times we don't enjoy God because we're too busy asking the questions and not getting the answers that we want or that we like. We whine, we complain, rather than be confident in His ability. God can. Now, here's the sub of that. I can't, but God can. And if I will obey, here, God will. Always. He will. Thirdly, we're talking to a God of compassion. He cares about me. He has my best interest at heart. Every parent in the world should understand this. You ask your kids to do something, what do they start doing? Why? Why? Well, I want you to, why? Well, it's too hard. Oh, if it's hard, don't do it. Well, I, I don't understand. You don't have to. Just do what I'm asking you to do. No. Well, you hate me. Right? Yeah, that's us, right? And sometimes we're like that with God, aren't we? 
We don't believe God has our best interest. God, what you're asking me to do, God, this doesn't make sense, and God, this isn't easy, and God, I don't understand it, and God, what's going on, and God, are you sure, and God, I need a little bit more information, and God, just understand, God cares about you. Psalm 145, verse 8. The Lord is merciful, compassionate, slow to get angry, filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He shows compassion on all His creation. So you and I have to understand that Abraham was willing to obey because he got all the reasons he shouldn't out of the way and just dismissed them because he knew who God was. And understanding that, he obeyed God. And too many times, we allow all of our issues to cloud the picture and be justified in thinking, I don't need to do this because I don't like it, I'm uncomfortable, I want where I'm at, I want you to fix this this way. God doesn't take orders from us. But if I'll obey, I serve a God who cares about me, a God who is always the same and who is confident and competent to do whatever needs to be done. I can trust Him. Now, He says, look, I'm going to give you some promises. These promises should give you an optimistic future. You need to understand this is what I'm going to do. This is who I am. When I talk to you and want you to do certain things, when there's issues in your life that I'm calling you towards, I want you to do them. But understand the underlying thing. Here's who I am and here's what I promise to you. Just as he promised Abraham, Abraham, I will do this, I will do this, I will do this, I will do this. The same is still true today, isn't it? God says, look, if you obey me, here's who I am. I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. So, what has He said He'll do if I'll obey Him? First of all, God gives us a positive life. He says, I'm going to make your life better. I'm not here to make your life worse. I'm here to make your life better. In fact, here's what I'll guarantee to you, He says. In Romans 8.28, He says, look, I know that God will work everything together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. So I have to understand that even when things don't seem to be going well and things seem to be off kilter, God is going to work everything out for my good and for His good. I just have to be patient with that. Anybody need any patience? Yeah. I just have to know God is working for my good. I'm positive. Anything He asks me to do is for my good. And He will take life and work all the issues going on in life for good. Okay. Don't know how. Don't know what that's going to look like. But I serve a God who's promised. God gives us the power. God will never ask you to do something you can't do. Now, He will ask you to do something you can't do on your own. But He won't ask you to do anything you can't do with Him. <laughs> Dear friends, Philippians chapter 2, 
always followed my instructions when I'm with you. Now that I'm away, it's even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desires and the power to do what pleases Him. God gives you the power to do whatever He asks you to do. And so He gives us power. You can do this. Oh God, I can't, I can't. I know, but I can, and I'll be with you, and I will help you, and together I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And God's presence will always be with us. God never asks you to do something, but what He won't be with you during it. He won't say, well, I want you to do this, and you go, okay, go, okay I'll catch you later. We'll ch- I'll check back with you later on down the road. No, He's with you every step of the way. Look at Hebrews. Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Wow. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? God will help me. He will always be with me. So I come to that place where God throughout life, as your walk with God comes about, He keeps asking us, I want you to do this. I want you to go here. I want you to give up this. I want you to deal with this. I want you to speak like this. I want you to forgive some. I can't. I want you to serve here. I can't. I I, I want you to, I, I don't want to. And uh, you and I wrestle with that. And God's just kind of, here I am. I'm here to help you. I, I care about you. I'm capable to do whatever needs to be done. You don't have to worry about it. I've got all the strength that I need. I care about what's going on in your life. That's why I'm asking you to do this because I want to bless you. I want to use you. I want to work through you. I want you to enjoy life to the full. I'll never leave you. I'll give you the power that you need and you can count on me, I'll take care of you, and I want a good life for you. Because remember last week, I came that you could have a rich and satisfying life. And not only that, one more thing. God's preparing a place for us. He says, here's where we're at. You begin your journey with me one day when you accepted me into your life. My life and your life now intertwine. I want you to do things while you're here on this earth so that I can be glorified and you can be fulfilled with who you are. And one day, we're going to be together. Remember the passages in Hebrew? They didn't get everything they promised because God's going to do it all together for us. And so He's preparing this place for us. John 14, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. There's more than enough room in my Father's home, and if it were not so, I would have told you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when everything's ready, I'll come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I'm going. Abraham was willing to let go of what he knew 
in order to get what he didn't know. He knew all about where he was, but he was willing to lead it all behind. He was willing to let go of the things of the world in order to get the things of God. He traded the immediate for the future. See, if we've only got hope in this life, we're pitiful people, aren't we? And so Abraham obeyed God because he knew God was taking him to a great place. And I know God has a better place for me. This world's not my home. I'm just passing through. Abraham willingly obeyed. He went through all the scenarios that you and I go through. He had a lot of questions, I'm sure. He had a lot of fears. We all do. But he understood who God was. He understood that God's character would always be present, that God's presence would always be there, that God was able to do everything and anything that needed to be done. And God had promised. God had taken care of things. Paul writes in Romans chapter 4, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced. Boy, you might want to underline that. Fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. Now, it probably won't be as easy as what you want it to be, and it probably won't be as soon as you want it to be. But God's faithful. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. Because you obeyed me. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit, it, it was recorded, for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, but he was raised to life to make us right with God. So today, let me just ask you a simple question. Is there anything in your life right now that God's asking you to do that you're hesitating in? Maybe you're here today and you're not a Christian. And one of the reasons for that is you just haven't got all your questions answered. There's an element of fear. If I do that, God's not going to give me a good life. If I do that, I don't understand what he's doing. And maybe today it's time that you just obey God and accept him into your life. Admit that you sinned, broken his rules. Ask him to forgive you because he can do that because he died on a cross. And commit your ways to him. Maybe you're here today and there's been some areas in your life where you know God is kind of prodding you, directing you, and you're hesitating for whatever reason. And you've just kind of drawn back and you haven't said no, but you haven't gone ahead. And today would be a good day to remind yourself God's going to be faithful. And whatever he leads me, whatever he wants of me, he's going to take care of me. And he's going to provide for me. Let's pray. Lord, today, 
so many things in our lives that get in the way of us obeying you. So many fears, so many questions, so many things going on that we allow to creep in that hinder our obedience. Lord, would you help us to focus on who you are and know that you care and you're competent and you're going to keep your word because that's your character and that you promise to give us the power that we need. You've promised to give us the life that's fulfilled. Would you help us to obey? Even though we don't understand, even though it doesn't make sense, we live by faith, trusting you, not by our sight, not by our understanding, but out of our love for you and what you've done for us. So Lord, today would you help us to willingly obey like Abraham. And we understand that's what you like. Help us, I pray. In thy name, amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Sunday morning at 8.15 and 10.45 a.m. Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next week for Sunday Morning. Faith Assembly Sunday Morning is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.